You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Danica Ellis. This is episode number 420.5. And today I'm going to talk about two of my favorite books that juggle or mash together different genres. And they're both sapphic because, of course, if I have a chance to talk about sapphic books, I will. This is going up on the last day of Pride, which is always an interesting time, but this year especially so. I was on the Book Riot podcast recently, and Jeff said that it must be like tax season for me, which is very accurate. It can be a lot of work. It is fun, but also it can come with some pitfalls. I love seeing people talking about queer books more than ever, but the coverage isn't always great. And then you get into things like Hide the Pride, where homophobes hide queer library books so no one else can have access to them. And just the general backlash, which has gotten really bad in the last year or two. And that is tough. And also, at the same time, I decided for whatever reason to post a new post a day at the Lesbury, which is a lot more work than I expected. I reworked and updated some older posts, and I thought that it would be really quick and easy, but it turns out the reformatting takes a lot longer than I thought. So all of that to say that Pride is always lovely, but also I am kind of glad that we're at the end of it and I can relax some. But also where I live, Pride actually is in July. So the Pride Parade, all the Pride festivities, they're in July. So I'm looking forward to Pride Part 2, which is all of the fun of Pride and none of the work. So that is going to be very exciting. But before I get into the books I'm going to talk about today, I do want to give a shout out to our new newsletter, The Deep Dive. This is one I have been writing for, and I'm really enjoying both writing for it and reading it. If you want fascinating stories, informed takes, useful advice, and more drawn from our collective experience as power readers, teachers, librarians, booksellers, and bookish professionals in general, you should subscribe to The Deep Dive. It is a bi-weekly newsletter that will inform and inspire readers delivered to your inbox. You get the first read for free. That's the Power Reader's Guide to Reading Logs and Trackers. And you can check out all the details and choose your membership level at bookriot.substack.com. It's been so fun to write for it. I really have enjoyed getting to explore a bookish topic in depth. A lot of them have been bouncing around my brain for a while, but I haven't really had the right place to talk about them. And I got to look into the history and evolution of scratch and sniff books, for instance, which was so much fun. And as a sneak peek, I am writing one right now that is about the glorious bookish internet we could have had and where I think we branched off into the darker timeline. (laughs) And it is tentatively titled The Last Good Day of the Bookish Internet. And I have gone down so many rabbit holes researching that. So check it out. And obviously, there is a lot more than just what I am writing. Recently, Sharifa presented the many arguments and options for tracking your reading. Vanessa broke down Mexican history through Like Water for Chocolate. And so many more interesting things looking at Colleen Hoover, the phenomenon, and other things that I can't talk about yet, but you should you should check it out. 
It's a lot of fun. And I will take a brief break for our sponsor, and then let's get into it. So the first genre mashing, genre bending book I want to talk about is Light from Uncommon Stars by Rika Aoki. This is one of my favorite books. I love it so much. And now that it's been out for a year, I can talk about it here, which I'm excited about. This is such a tricky book to talk about or to recommend because it plays with genre so much. It defies expectations. It is something that I think of as very cozy and comforting, but it also has some just brutal scenes in it as well. So it's hard to reconcile those, but this book does it so well. It's just my description that has a hard time with that. It is about aliens and demons and curses, but it's also a very grounded character study. It's hopeful and comforting, but it also talks about abuse. There is a lot of trans misogyny, and somehow all of that comes together into such an incredible story. But I would recommend looking up content warnings. As I said, there's quite a lot of trans misogyny, there's some racism, there's some difficult scenes of abuse. So yes, I would recommend looking up a full list of the content warnings, but that's kind of an overview. This follows three different main characters. There's a trans teen girl who is running away from an abusive family, and there is also a violin teacher who is nicknamed the Queen of Hell, and she is the one who's sort of in a fantasy novel. She sold her soul in order to get her violin skills and become famous, and now she has a chance to save herself by securing seven other souls in her place, and she's already done that to six people. She just needs a seventh. And then the third character is Lan, who is a refugee from another world who is now running a donut shop. So you've got this alien sci-fi story, you've got a fantasy story, and then you've got a sort of coming of age realistic story. And it's like each character is living in their own genre. So when they come together, that's really interesting. When Shizuka hears Katrina playing violin in the park, she immediately recognizes this is it. This is the seventh soul that she is going to get. She can take her in as a student and then convince her to sell her soul and she will finally be free of that bargain. So she takes her in and at the same time, they stop into a donut shop. And that is where Shizuka meets Lan. And they have a little bit of a romance there, which is quite cute, but it is definitely not the focus of the story that kind of plays out in the background. And really more important is the relationship with Katrina, where Shizuka and Katrina and then also Lan later start to become really close and she starts to question this deal and whether she can actually condemn this girl to selling her soul. And I ended up writing actually for the deep dive, I wrote a whole exploration of why I can't tell you the ending and I'm not going to, but why it was so impactful for me. 
And it was just another example of how this story plays with genre and plays with expectations. And I absolutely adored it. This actually took me a while to read because there's so much going on. But when I finished it, it instantly became a new favorite. I love the different themes that are going on as well. The celebration of music, celebration of food. It's just, to me, such a life-affirming story. And I can't believe how many things are woven together to make this multifaceted story and how it somehow manages to pull it all off, that you can have a story that's part fantasy, part sci-fi, part contemporary coming of age, and just have it feel so cohesive. This is a definite five stars. I absolutely love it. And that is Light from Uncommon Stars by Rika Aoki. The second book I wanted to talk about is My Lady's Choosing, an interactive romance novel by Kitty Curran and Larissa Zagaris. And I don't think I've heard anyone else talk about this book, which is a shame because I think it is so fun. This is an interactive romance novel. So it's a pick a path romance novel, which I don't think I've seen before. And What's really interesting and why I included it on this little mini list is that you can kind of choose the genre that you're going with. So there is a sort of Jane Austen-ish love story. There is a gothic Jane Eyre-ish plot line. I'm pretty sure you can turn into a vampire or a werewolf at different points, depending on which path you choose, which is so much fun. And Also, of course, the reason that I loved it is that there is one female love interest as well. Most of the love interests that you have are men, but there is one female love interest. And it was so much fun because I don't know if this probably doesn't happen with straight people. But for me, I'll be reading a romance novel or watching a romance movie, and the main character and her best friend or another woman in the story will have such excellent rapport, will have such amazing chemistry that I just start thinking, why can she not be with her? Why are we going to go with this dude who is the most boring person in the world and not her best friend? that she has all this amazing banter with. And then in this story, you have that option. You can just sidestep out of the main story and then go on an adventure to Egypt with another woman. And it's amazing. That is an adventure romance storyline. And I really loved it. Uh, maybe you end up in the lesbian pirate gang. You know, I, I won't spoil anything, but maybe that's a possibility. This was so much fun to read. I really recommend if you're going to read it, go through some of the different options, get a sense of the different storylines, because I love that they're all different genres and they have a different tone and atmosphere, and it's really fun to flip between these. So that is My Lady's Choosing by Kitty Curran and Larissa Zagaris, and I highly recommend it if you're looking for just something really fun or if you're a Jane Austen fan. There's definitely a lot of Jane Austen influence in this one, so that was a really cute read. 
That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much to our sponsor. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search bookriot on your podcast player of choice. And don't forget to check out the new deep dive substack, which is at bookriot.substack.com. I will be there. I would love to see you there as well. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We sincerely appreciate it and your reviews help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, you can do that at lesbury.com for my sapphic book blog or Danica Ellis on Twitter. Sadly, I'm still there. And in the meantime, happy reading. Thank you.